It's the way. Yeah, it's the way. You ain't heard of us. Hey, Rams. Hey, hey welcome. Heard with us. If you look around for a word to trust, check the Star Seed Journey. You can learn from us. Sex, sleep, drugs. What we gonna discuss? Whatever you need to be prosperous. Negativity superfluous. All we really want is for you to just be true to you and be who you are Cause you are a star and you will go far You can succeed at all of your dreams You'll get your degree and all of those things But you must take care of your health Cherish yourself, your body, your mental, your brains and your wealth You can have fun and still be well That's what we do here at The Wealth everyone welcome back to what the well this week we're going to be talking about sleep um, how it affects us how it can affect you what we can do for better sleep we're so excited to have you here today my name is Mia Laetis. I am the wellness health educator at the well um, and one of my focuses as a health educator is on sleep my pronouns are she or they and I'm here with some lovely people today I'll have them introduce themselves Hi, um, my name is Ingrid. I go by she, her, and her. I am a peer educator, health educator, whoops, for the well. Um, I'm currently a sophomore, so my second year in school, and I'm interested in this topic because I don't get enough sleep, and I really should. And I'm Elizabeth McDonald. I go by she, her, hers, and my I'm also a PhE mentor, whatever, and my major is HVAC Health Science. I'm a junior, and I'm interested in this topic because I am just a sleep enthusiast and love it. I am also an HPEX major. Did not make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, y'all. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, so let's kind of just talk about our experiences with sleep. So what are your experiences with sleep like, just in general? Well, sometimes it's really great, and I get a lot of it, and maybe too much at times, but then other times it's impossible to get it. Yeah, I, I firmly agree. There will be days where I'll like sleep and then like take a nap and I've only been up for like five hours or there'll be days where I'll like go and like just not sleep for like 36 hours at a time. Yeah, but when I do get good sleep, I'm just like, when you wake up and you're like just so groggy, it's like, I kind of love that feeling because it's like you had a good rest, but at the same time it gets hard to like start your day and like do we have to do yeah so how does that work out with like classes do either of you have morning classes oh. yeah I have an 8 a.m on Thursdays and that one is you do too I do too. oh my goodness <laughs> yeah and it's awful because Wednesday night I know I have to get up early and I know like I know what I have to do but the night before I'm just like ah I guess I'm gonna stay up until four watching the housewives because okay. why not <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, I was like, oh, no, like, it'll be fine. Like, I'll get my schedule on track. Like, I have so many early classes, like, 9.30s, 10 o'clock. I guess it's not, like, early, but it's early for me because mm -hmm. you have to get up early and then get ready. And then I have an 8 a.m. on Thursday. So I was like, dude, I'll get on it. Like, it'll be fine. And then I'll end up staying up. Like, yesterday I stayed up till like, after 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow. <It's the> worst. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Well, I was over at my friend's house and then – or at my friend's apartment down the hall, and I wasn't 
I was like, I'm going to go to bed. Like, I was, like, working on some stuff. And then I finished by, like, midnight. And then we started talking about just, like, society and culture. And we just had one of those talks. <laughs> and then I had to bake cookies as a thank you gift for someone. And <laughs> You had to as a thank you. I did. She wrote me a recommendation. Oh, like, wow, it was due nice. Friday. And she told me Thursday night that she'd write it. So I can't, like, not so bake nice. her cookies. That's sweet. Okay, so it sounds like both of you have early morning classes. Ingrid, you said, like, you you switch off between, like, an 8 a.m. and 9.30 or, like, pretty early classes in general. Yeah. Elizabeth, are both, like... No, see, I make sure the beginning of each semester to pick the latest class schedule as possible. But chemistry has recitation 8 a.m., and I don't have a choice, so mm. see me, 8 a.m. <laughs> okay, so... Do you feel like that might put, like pose a challenge to you as like, you know, one day you're waking up really early and the next day that you're not waking up so early? Yeah. No, I definitely try like to put my wait like my waking up schedule to be kind of similar just so that I'm not struggling for that 8 a.m., but it never works out. So I try to wake up by like 9 every day. Mm. And then on my 8 a.m. I try to wake up at like 630 because it takes me forever to get ready. That's a good tip. So even if you don't have classes like the same time every day, like trying to set a schedule for your body to be willing to wake up around the same time is really great. And I would also say same with going to sleep. So um, (laughs) just as your body kind of prepares to wake up early because you've kind of set that routine, preparing to go to sleep around the same time is also kind of like setting your body's like alarm clock that it's time to go to bed. What do you think, you know, are some possible obstacles with that that you all run into? Like, I think it's just, like, a matter of just trying to balance, like, schoolwork, social life, extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. And people have jobs, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm fortunate where I don't have a job and I just do school, but I get caught up with technology at night. It just, I mean, social media is just Mm -hmm. this dark hole that you just, you can just keep watching so many different things and <laughs> I've been getting into like the the crime like docu-series mm-hmm. on yeah. YouTube and I just all night I'll stay up and watch it so if there's a way sometimes I'll put my phone like far away mm. so that I can't like use it and then in the morning I have to get up to turn off my alarm that's been a technique I've been using well it sounds like I mean you have some things in place whether they're like not always working or working yeah. most <laughs> of the time yeah. um like I guess what advice would you give to people who are trying to have better sleep? Um, I guess I would say to, like, come up with a schedule. I think that's obviously really important, and I kind of don't follow my own rules. And I think it's also something that one of my roommates has put in place is, like, I guess this is a schedule, but, like, making sure that she has schoolwork done. Like, you set aside time for schoolwork. Mm. And I think at the minimum, I don't think this is what, like, the government says, but I think like at the minimum, <laughs> do like a, like six hours of sleep. Yeah. So the government, meaning <laughs> <laughs> the, well, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Government. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you're right. You're right. Um, says about like seven hours of sleep for people like in their late teens into their sixties. So. Uh-huh. What I'll have to say about that is like some of us may know somebody who like can like function perfectly on like six hours and then other people who like really need nine hours of sleep a night in order to be functional. So do you know your body the best? But on average, we're talking about like seven hours a night is probably the best. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm not, I don't think I'm that bad. It's just my hours are very... I also eat dinner really late. Mm. And that's the thing. I think if people just put a time where they're like, okay, at this time I'm getting in bed, whether like whatever, like start your skincare routine, whatever you do, because mm-hmm. then it like winds you down for the night. But for me, I'm like eating dinner at like 11 p.m. And then I get a burst of energy and I'm like, oh, let me go on social media and online shop or something crazy. Yeah, I was reading an article and they were telling uh, or they were talking about how like a lot of times on the weekends you'll let yourself sleep in and you kind of fall off that schedule. And they're saying how that's not good because you kind of like knock your body out of like that circadian rhythm it would go into. Circadian rhythm, is that right? Yeah. Okay, the circadian rhythm that it would fall into. So they say the best thing to do is just to keep following that schedule even though it's Saturday, Sunday and you want to sleep in. Maybe just go to bed earlier. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, well, weekend or, and this is like not a shaming podcast. Like none of us are going to be <laughs> like super perfect at sleep, but I think that you know there are things that we can do to maybe practice like better sleep. Like y'all talked about like having a routine before going to bed. Like that's another indicator for our bodies to like start to want to wind down. Mm-hmm. Um, so like doing that as often as possible, like a skincare routine, mm-hmm. or even if part of your like nighttime routine is like, all right, I'm going to watch this episode <laughs> of like whatever. Um, like that can also be like an indicator for us to try to go to sleep. Do either of you like, I don't know, tell me about your caffeine in- intake. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> me? Okay. Well, at first, I was like, I don't want to be addicted. My roommate is addicted. She gets caffeine headaches. I was like, I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do like Tuesday and Thursday, one cup. But it gradually was, it was like one cup. And I was like, oh, might need two. And now it's to the point where I drink it every day, like in the morning. And then if I have a long day, I'll drink like three. Mm-hmm. And, it's not, and I don't even feel the effect anymore. It's just like, honestly, I think it's placebo. But mm. it's just me. <laughs> so you like developed a tolerance. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't really drink that much caffeine. I think I do it on occasion. There would be times where I would have like maybe two or three in a day and I could like, like I would like actually feel jittery and like shaky. And the only thing that caffeine really does for me is it makes me talk more, which (laughs) since you guys know me, sounds (laughs) awful. That's crazy. Um, but I normally don't get it. I like to just drink water. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's what they say what you should drink when you first wake up because caffeine the coffee mm-hmm. dehydrates you. Mm-hmm. So I think just drinking water kind of like helps me stay awake because I don't think I drink enough. So I should have brought water and not a smoothie to bad. this podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think like different people have different relationships with caffeine. So some of us are like perfectly okay not having caffeine. And in fact, like that makes us jittery or like sweaty or talking fast and all of the bad side effects of caffeine. Yes. And then some of us... I mean, our relationships are a little stronger with caffeine (laughs) where we're drinking like maybe multiple cups a day and like in order to feel like we can properly function, have to drink that caffeine. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I can see it coming. I need a wean off. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. And so like there are probably some different alternatives that people can have other than like espresso or um, like a cup of coffee, like just having tea or like I don't know something with like a lower level of caffeine may mm-hmm. get you in the like the happy zone of caffeine rather than like over caffeinated yeah. and even sometimes um caffeine can make you tired um so like if you're like 
kind of over your threshold with caffeine. Like it can make you want to take a nap. And that's really like may not be giving you like your best form of sleep. That's been happening to me a few times actually because I've been drinking it and then I'm like, you know what? I could take a nap right now. And I'm like, but I just drank coffee. It doesn't make sense. But now I understand. I'm like, I probably hit my threshold. (laughs) (laughs) What do you all think about naps in general? Well, there was this thing, this study that I was reading. Mm. I, I swear, I like... You really brushed educated. up for this. <laughs> yes. I didn't. It's actually just me like learning. It's so weird. Um, and they were basically saying that one of the best ways to like get sleep, and now feel free to knock me down on this one, but they say getting like like three hours and then you like stay up for six or something like that and then three hours and then stay up for six they said was like the best way to like feel the most energized throughout the day Mm -hmm. um because but like it doesn't like work with like today like you can't just like go to work work for six hours okay (laughs) peace out i'm gonna go take a three hour nap time (laughs) it like doesn't i think it was it was something like that it was but it was like fluctuating between like napping and then staying up for like so many hours and then napping and then staying up as opposed to what we're used to of staying up for like i don't know what's the math like Like 18 hours hours. Mm. i don't know 16 hours and then sleeping for eight hours Mm -hmm. so I've never heard that before. Sounds like me either. I want to know what you. I, think. I don't. I don't know. I. I would say like talk to a physician about that. <laughs> um, but I know that like most of us cycle through like all of our levels of our sleep within like a seventy minute time period. So like you're getting through like stages one through four, four being like the deepest point of sleep, and then us getting into like our REM cycle, so our rapid eye movement where we're like dreaming. Um, so if you can like carve out that particular chunk of time, um, because that way, like you're getting like all of those levels of sleep without just like sitting into maybe like 30 minutes of just like getting that like shallow sleep. Mm -hmm. Naps for me are very, I love naps. I kind of, I set time every day for a nap. I just think that they help you as long as you do like a certain amount because too much napping when you wake up, you just want to go right back to sleep. Yeah. But I've I've honestly mastered the the art of napping. I do like about like a fifty minute nap, and I wake up and I'm so energized. I don't need coffee. I don't need anything. And yeah, it's great. See, I don't like naps just for that reason because I feel groggy when I wake up. You need to find up. your perfect. <laughs> I I am so groggy. Like it doesn't matter how long I sleep. Like I'm always just extremely tired when I wake up. So I just I try not to take naps because then I like will stay up way longer than I need mm-hmm. to. And then getting four hours of like real sleep and it's impossible. It's a cycle. Yeah, oh. you bring up such a good Love point <laughs> about like the cycling, right? So like if you are somebody, especially who has sleep problems at night and you're napping during the day, you may be throwing off your cycle. Mm-hmm. So not all of us may like get the most out of a nap, we just need to kind of like power through the like wanting to nap so that Mm -hmm. we actually go to sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. Mia, what works best for you? Yeah. Oh, sleeping. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I'm kind of an old lady when it comes to (laughs) sleeping. Um, I like really cherish being able to go to bed at like 1030 (laughs) Um, because like that's just when I get the most sleep. Um, I will say like I am not in school anymore, um, but I like have always kind of been like a sleeper. 
I get up early, though. So, like, I'm an early riser for sure. Um, my brain just, like, works best in the morning, and I just, like, gr- get really cranky if I, like, don't go to sleep at, like, a reasonable time. <laughs> um, unless, like, I've already planned that I'm going to be up that late. So, like, I used to have classes until 10, for example, and, like, that is, like, not Ooh. ideal for my brain. Um, <laughs> but, like, after that I would be super energized because I was just, like, sitting in class talking with people. So I guess it really, like, depends. But in general, like, I'm tired when I can get <laughs> um, And I think that's from, like, having a pretty set regular schedule. Like, I have, like, a 9 to 5 or an 8 to 5 job for the most part. Sometimes I'm, like, here later. But that's kind of helped me be able to to carve out that time to sleep and like wake up in the morning um but yeah I'm I'm an old lady I also like (laughs) I like watch a good amount of tv and then I'm just ready for bed so like part of my routine is like you know like washing my face like putting on the pjs just like watching tv and going to sleep and I do that basically every night you've got your routine down yeah (laughs) yeah um and that like wasn't always the case like I've cultivated that like Mm -hmm. (laughs) over time but yeah I don't dream as much anymore though yeah I haven't dreamed in a really long time oh I just had a dream really yeah I dream like every night I really don't remember what it was I remember it was like oh okay so I was trying to screen record because I didn't show up for my lecture (laughs) I was just using top hat and I had a dream and it was like 2.53 and I was like, no, I missed the screen recording for my lecture. And I was going to give cookies to someone. So it's kind of like what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. But I did get to screen record my lecture. I woke up and t- it was a really weird. Anyways, I have really like, anyways. <laughs> um, Dreams are weird. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm like, I want to know like what the deeper meaning is because the few times I do have them, they're always so like bizarre. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is my brain like doing? <laughs> Freud would say (laughs) like there's like the manifest and the latent content of dreams but yeah so like you'd have like how your dream would manifest like the you know bringing cookies and like skipping class and top hat and things like like the actual portion of the dream and then the latent content would be like the secret meaning like behind all of that there are other dream theorists that are like our brain just tries to like make sense of our problems and like like, tries to like solve that problem in our sleep so maybe you have been like stressed lately and that's like coming out through your dreams and maybe you've found a solution I don't know I dream like almost every night and it's always like very like realistic but just like a like hint of like something weird Mm. and that's Mm. what my it's I have like really boring dreams I wish I dreamed because people you know when they keep like the journals Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that but I never dream Hmm. like it's cool to me though I do want to go back really quick. Sorry, I'm not trying to hug this air time here. Um, I do want to go back, and I want to talk about how, like, me and you said that you had a schedule, like, a set routine. Mm -hmm. And, like, I kind of had that in high school, which was really helpful. Um, But then I was also reading another article, um, and it was saying that, like, on top of a routine, like, you should have, like, clothes that you wear to bed, Mm -hmm. like, some part of the routine but then also they were saying like don't do homework in bed because in your brain could think like oh this is a place to work so I don't want to fall asleep yes. yeah which is weird because I study in my bed but I'm always so tired that I just knock out mm. but that may not be the case for other people yeah oh. Wait, that's a really cool point yeah we say at the wow well, like you should only really be using your bed for like sex and sleep the two so. 
the, the, the two, two S's. S's. Um, <laughs> because your brain starts to, to associate like what you're doing in your bed with like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. in my bed. So if your brain is turned like on and doing homework, it's going to be harder for you to fall asleep because now your brain is associating the bed with homework. Wow. My brain just like, is like, what? (laughs) No, that's so, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And I believe that a (laughs) hundred percent. Yeah. So if you're finding that like you're having difficulty, like falling asleep in your bed and maybe because you're doing other stuff in there. Because freshman year, I always did my homework in my bed because I just wasn't a library person and I could not like freshman year, my sleep was awful. And now looking back, I'm like, it's probably because my brain was like, we always do homework in here. Like, what are you doing trying to sleep? Yeah. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. I like that. I love education. Yes, thank you for <laughs> teaching me something. What do y'all think about, like, screen time and going to bed? So, Elizabeth, you mentioned. Yeah, I was like, I'm really bad with that. And Apple, when they came with that new update where it, like, tells you your screen time, that just mm-hmm. tore me apart. I was like, <laughs> this is how much time I'm spending on this little device Oh, geez. But yeah, no. Screen time, I try to cut back. But by just putting all my technology far away from me, that's like the easiest way. But like during the day, I'm on it a lot and I shouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we're not shaming. But um, no, like for me, screen time is just like a big thing, especially now since a lot of professors like coming to college, like in high school, I was like mainly paperwork for me. And like coming to college, like everything is like on screens. Like you do all your work, like aside from like lab stuff, it's all on like a computer so if you're doing homework you're going to be on a screen which is kind of problematic especially if you're like doing assignment right before you go to bed because they say you know the whole like blue light Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have that right before you fall asleep because i actually just invested in those glasses because i'm I'm trying to see if they really work so i'll let you guys know yeah (laughs) i'm curious yeah because i I was like is this a scam yes or no (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna buy it (laughs) yeah let us know i will next time (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, we so usually, like, let an hour pass before, like, you stop, like, engaging with the screen and going to bed for, like, a few reasons. One is the blue light on your phone. And then also, like, if you're falling asleep, maybe to, like, watching TV, say, like, what you're watching has a laugh track. Maybe you're watching, like, I don't know, Friends. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Maybe that's, like, even though you're not waking up, your brain is still kind of, like, listening to that and maybe not, like sleeping all of the way because of the noises like messing with your sleep um same with like a scary movie maybe like the creepy like i don't know music is just like loud and or like i don't know yeah i don't do scary movies yeah me either i don't either yeah i like them (laughs) i'm glad we can all agree yeah (laughs) i do like psycho thrillers like the ones that kind of like mess with your brain but i don't like jump scares yeah Mm. no yeah no well None of us will be listening to that when we're falling. <laughs> yeah, no. I also read somewhere that they were saying that light, you get not as good of sleep than if you're in the dark. Okay. I don't know if you can confirm or deny that. Um, anecdotally, I like it. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, when you think about, like, I don't know, like, the evolutionary purposes of us, like, having a circadian rhythm of, like, waking up when it starts to get light out because that just, like, wakes up your body and, like, going to bed when it gets dark out. That makes sense. Like, typically humans have, like, gone to sleep when it's dark out. So if it's dark in your space, you're probably going to have a better time going to sleep because your body just naturally wants to wake up to something that's bright. There's so much. That's why I sleep so well because I don't have a window in my room. 
So oh, it's I literally just that. a dungeon. So I go in there and I know I'm going to sleep more. Because it's like. <laughs> oh, I hate that. I'm in my room like all the time. Not because I hate my roommates. I just. It's, it's my your, space. Yeah, it's your little. It's your comfort I like the zone. window. Because I love no, the light. I wish. I have one of those purple lamps for my plant. And I consider that my sunlight. Even though it's purple. <laughs> but whatever love works. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like natural light has been shown to just like be better for your well-being than like a overhead light, for mm-hmm. example. Um, yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you all some just like narratives that you've heard about sleep on campus. Like what do people typically say about sleep? I mean, I think for me, like most of the time people will sacrifice sleep if they have like an assignment due mm-hmm. or like sleep, I don't think is like a first, like it's not a priority for a lot of kids mm-hmm. on campus. I'm sure there are some, but I know from my experience, like if you have an assignment due where you have to study for a test, like that comes first, you're, you know, you're paying, you know, you're not paying to get an A in the class, you're paying to take the class so you can get an A. Mm-hmm. So like that's so much more important to students, I think, than sleeping yeah my the people I'm around they will pull all-nighters sometimes for fun like it (laughs) sleep that's how like sleep just doesn't matter because it's just like I'd rather get all this done and be able to say tomorrow I have nothing to do Mm -hmm. than go to sleep and then do a little bit now and a little bit later which I find interesting because I'm like sleep's just so great why would you (laughs) sacrifice that but yeah we didn't pay her (laughs) (laughs) I love sleep (laughs) well when you, like, think about it, like, sleep is what makes your, like, brain, st- like, store all of its information, and it's what heals your body. So we know from just, like, our research that sleep is, like, a huge factor that's impacting people's academic success because they're not getting enough of it. Um, and, like, like you were saying, Ingrid, like, if somebody wants to, like, do well in a class, like in order for them to really synthesize all the information that they're studying and like have it for long-term memory storage, they have to go to sleep. Um, so like, I guess there's like this myth of like the all nighter and just like staying up all night and then like getting to your exam, like that could help in like the short term part of your memory, but you're not going to encode that for the long term Mm -hmm. part. So you may have like gotten an okay grade on the test, but like, when you leave here, all you have is, like, what you remember, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you have the, the letter on your transcript, but, like, if you need to put it to use and you don't remember any of it, like, what good is the grade, right? Yeah. So the practical application of sleep is really important. And, like, I'm not trying to say that it's easy to do all the time. <laughs> um, But, yeah, if we want to, like, make sure that we're, like, healthier and, like, feel like good about ourselves sleep sleep is important yeah all of this too like all of this advice that we're talking about for like better sleep you know take take what you want from it like nobody is going to like force you to try to get better sleep but like if you are consistently not able to go to sleep or maybe like having sleep issues despite like trying different like methods of like not taking naps making sure like you're having your routine and things like that Talking to a physician is maybe something that you want to try. Or come by the well uh, if you would like, you know, just to see what other habits there are to get you into that sleep zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I'm going to plug Headspace. That's, like, ooh. changed my life. That little meditation, it really does, like, put your just mind at ease. 
right yeah, before bed. That's true. I was on a schedule over winter break, and I would do those meditations, like, right before so I went nice. to bed. And I felt so loose and relaxed, like, mm-hmm. right before I went to bed. I was, like, knocked out. Mm. So. I love that app. So Headspace, any other, like, sleep apps that you would recommend? Even though Headspace not, isn't necessarily a sleep yeah, app, it's more of a meditation app, but yeah. meditation has been shown to help with sleep and stress and anxiety, which can all kind of, like, lump into yeah, one another. Yeah. They affect each other. I mean, I don't know exact app names, but, you know, the apps that maybe you like the sound of, like, rain falling oh, or yeah. something, mm-hmm. those kind of, like, white noise apps, I guess. I, is that, I think that's white noise, right? Or, like, beluga whale sounds. No <laughs> the, like, ocean and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah some, like, background noise is, like, yeah. calming. I love diffusers, too. Mm-hmm. Those, like, the different scents, like, like lavender. Yes, aromatherapy. That's what it is. Those are great. Do you have any particular scent that you like? Lavender. And in the morning, I love the orange, like, citrus smells. Mm. Those are just amazing. This is really good for your sinuses. I would use eucalyptus because that's what's in Vicks. And I would, like, put that in my diffuser. And it would help me, like, not be as stuffy in the morning. Yeah. That's a hack. Maybe, like, a a dehumidifier, too. Like, depending on, like, where you live, maybe you're in a residence hall where you don't have total control of the temperature or the climate. (laughs) Like, maybe something like... You know, a fan or a um, dehumidifier might be a good option, too. Yeah. Oh, I guess some people do use sleep masks. And at the well, we have earplugs if you like dead silence and your roommate has a fan. (laughs) Yeah. We do. Some people, maybe you can't control, like, who lives above you and they're really loud. Mm -hmm. Or, like, maybe you live on Broad Street and you can't control traffic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we have free earplugs at the well, so stop by and get some if you know you feel like that may help you out. There is no uh, no catch. Just <laughs> drop by, say hi, get your plugs. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about some programs that the well has for sleep coming up. Um, we'll actually be doing sleep week, um, the week after spring break in March. So I believe that starts March 11th and it's through the 15th. Um, So we will be doing a bunch of activities all week long that have to do with like helping you sleep better, including some different types of meditations too. So if you're new to meditation or just want to like talk about how that can help you with your sleep, we'll be doing that. Um, And like we will be working as staff and as peer health educators to put on different events for sleep. So check us out on our social media at the Well VCU um, on Instagram to kind of see what we're doing. Um, and if you want to just learn more about sleep in the meantime, check out our website, thewell.vcu.edu, and there's a whole section on tips for sleep. So if you're curious about how to get your sleep on, check us out there too. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I would also like to make a plug out for Pure Health Educators. We are recruiting. And if you think sleep is something that you want to advocate for and educate your fellow peers about, we have the application out. It's also on the well. Just go ahead and there's some links and everything. But the application is due March 13th, 2019. So just after spring break. Um, so please, please apply if you are interested. We would love to have more Pure Health Educators. Yeah, you can join our sleep group. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check us out on the website um, to apply for that. Cool. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, tune in next week to hear from me and our Associate Director, Trisha Saunders. Um, we'll be talking about all of the different programs that we have in March for Mental Health Month, including Sleep Week. 
Um, and we'll have a huge event at the end of March called our Out of the Darkness Walk, which is a suicide prevention walk. And we want all hands on deck for that. So come out and support um, mental health and suicide prevention. We'll be talking about that. Thank you for joining Thank us. You. Thanks for having us. Be, Be well. well. <laughs> da, 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 da.